her do one. Though, I'm joined by Chris Parker now. I, did, I saw her do one with um, uh, what's that guy who's got a mural? Ed Sheeran. Oh there. yeah, yeah. She's pretty amazing. I, well, I, I've seen. I was blown away by her Celine Dion interview. Yeah, it was great. And the fact that she got Celine Dion to sing yeah. was kind of amazing. Mm, mm. I I love Anika. I think she's so she's such a gift. Yeah, I'm just so glad that she's broken through again. You mm. know, like she, she was. Her music is amazing. Yeah. And then she kind of, we sort of lost her for a little bit, and then she's, she had like a family, I imagine, you know, and now she's back again, and she's just taking over television in New Zealand. Yeah, I mean, you lost her unless you had a, fam- a young family, because yes. she did music for Bubs at that time. That's right. Yes, yes. But then she brought out a new album last year, the beginning of last year, uh, that was Dancy, and no one bought it. Oh. But I just played one of the songs because I think they're great. Oh, you're a legend. <laughs> Not quite yet. Uh, speaking of legends, Chris Parker, good morning. Um, Camp Binch. Bitch? Is that how I say it? Bitch? It's, it's bitch. Binch, but, it's but, um, it is bitch. But yes, basically, bitch. I mean, it's like... I feel like that that's not a word that I can use, bitch, because like it feels slightly misogynistic when it comes out of my mouth. You know, it's like... Because it's a bad word for, against women. So... On the internet, people say binge, because it is fun to say the word as, like, you know, an exclamation mark at the end of your sentence. So I was like, maybe I'll just, like, run with that. And so I just, I've gone with binge. And I don't know, I'm I'm probably going to regret it in, like, a week. I'm already regretting it, because (laughs) no one knows what it means. But I was like, maybe it just is meaningless. Well, I assumed it was what it means. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and, and and just to make sure, I looked it up, and apparently it's a word used by leftists. Oh, that would be me. So have you always been a socialist, Chris? Uh, Always. (laughs) I think I'm a, like what, a champagne socialist. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But I'm always, I think I've always positioned myself on the left. I mean, I'm a dumbass. Like, when I really think about it, that's my biggest insecurity. I'm so stupid. I never learned anything at high school. I went to drama school. I never went to a proper university. So, all my sort of socialist values are just things I've picked up at parties through conversations. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. <laughs> you're never like reading a book where you're like, I'm informed. <laughs> I'm informed. Well, I think to, just to be like, a, the type of socialist in New Zealand that you want to be, you just got to care about people that are less fortunate than yourself. And I think that's the main goal. I, then, you know what? I am a socialist, and this show that I'm doing is very socialist of me. Yep. Which is like, <laughs> You know, it's just, I think like at the end of the, I did, I did the show last night at Fortune Studio, a studio, and it was the first time I've ever done it. And I kind of walked out of it being like, maybe it is a comedy show, and it's a comedy show for about fifty minutes, and then the last ten minutes I sort of talk about an issue, and I, I left at the end being like, maybe this piece is like an investigation, and maybe I'm going to solve like masculinity in New Zealand. Yeah. Oh, we all wish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you talk how the story, some of the stories are about trying to fit into New Zealand's narrow uh, conception of, of what masculinity is. Yeah, but it's also the framework of schools. Yeah. So it starts at primary school. Talk about a couple of stories about the other me trying to fit in. Talk about intermediate school because I went to like a different intermediate school that was high Anglican, very camp. I should have thrived, but um, yeah. <laughs> it was actually all about puberty and girls at that time. And I was on Struggle Street. Yeah, yeah. And then um, sp- then the last chapter is obviously high school and I went to an all-boys public school in Christchurch. Christchurch Boys High School. I mean, you could just join the dots. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was really difficult. And so that's what the last sort of beat of the story is. Mm-hmm. It's about trying to sort of fit in with all these guys and this dominant rugby culture. Yeah, I don't have yeah. anything against rugby. My brother plays it. He's, you know... He is a sporting lad, and I support him all the way, but it's yeah. just, um, there's, like, issues with those kind of guys, and, like, most of the main problems in our country are those guys making them, so... Alpha males. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was watching uh, Married at First Sight after my show last night, mm-hmm. and it's just like... We, he's such a dick. They're, they're all such dicks. Yeah. It's like, there's a, this way that men are just unable to apologize. I'm like, just say you're sorry. <laughs> no, no, because it, it, we, no, no, it's deflection. Deflect, deflect, deflect. My, my favorite tactic is him being like, this is the guy I married at first sight who's being accused for being sexist. And he's like, you accusing me of being sexist is uh, actually sexist to me yes, right. as a man. I was like, so you're saying that you're not being sexist but in fact the woman is being yeah that's right and i've been a feminist my whole life yeah (laughs) it's like being like i'm against guns but give me a gun you know it's ridiculous that's right i'm like i am a socialist yeah (laughs) oh it's hilarious it's that whole mike hoskins approach to life i mean if we could all live a mike hoskins lifestyle we'd just be better for it wouldn't we do you think the atypical kiwi male is disappearing do you think richard lowe may be the last of the kiwi masculinity lines um, what was that? I don't know. You got a, a text message. And very, I got I'm one very, at the exact same time. It was you. It wasn't me. <laughs> um, it still exists. I think it's like this idea. I, I think we are New Zealand's like understanding of gender and um, you know boring binaries is kind of expanding as as men become sort of more confident in themselves. I mean, there's also just a huge culture that hasn't shifted. Mm. And, you know, we are a rural country, so there's lots of farming communities who, you know, don't progress as fast as, like, urban communities, literally because their houses are further away, there's less conversations. They're kind of stuck in their beliefs. And I think it's like it all could be tackled earlier. It could all just be started in school, and that's my sort of big dream, is that um, we're teaching guys to sort of not worry about having to really play their bravado at a really young early age yeah and i just don't think that's being done at the moment Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because yeah it's all when you're at school it's all about playing up to that so other people will somehow respect you as that character my main objective at high school was like be invisible yeah (laughs) it's like i just don't want to be seen i don't want anyone to know i exist but that didn't really help because then i tried i started doing drama and started doing theater sports and i guess that's where i found it was like my survival tactic. I was like, if mm. I can do... We used to do theatre sports and assembly before the staff would come in and we'd mock the teachers. Yeah, yeah. And we were kind of legends for a wee bit and then like a week later we'd perform an excerpt of My Fair Lady in assembly and we were back at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> like comedy is a great shield uh, and coping tactic and mechanism <laughs> as well. When you're making people laugh instead yes. of making people punch you in the face. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Um, and I think it was like... I'm a man of my words, not of my, you know, my body. Um, and, it, yeah, it, was, it sort of got me through in mm. a weird way. And it still is getting me through today, I think. I had this thought. I was like, you know, my school life was just great preparation for this world. Like, it really just trained me to, like, fight for what I believe in and use comedy as a skill to, like, persevere. And then I kept thinking, but what if I didn't need to be, like, trained for this world? Like, yeah. what if this world was just embracing of different types of men? Yeah. Um, and so, I sound like such a men's activist, which I really am not. Um, no, no, come on. <laughs> men too. Men's rights have been forgotten in this country for so long. Uh, no, I just swear I'm not. Um, but then, you know, it's, it's great when you get to, like, a certain age or, or you come to university or, you, you know, and you find your circle and your expanded circle and their expanded circle uh, and you realise that there is a place for everybody, even though we need every place to be for everybody. But Yes, I, what I love is... 
I think what's specific about the school system is that you don't really get to pick the people you want to be around. In yeah. life now as an adult, you can like cull mm. your bad friends. You know, there's mm. people on Facebook that are like, guys, I've just had a massive cull. If you can read the status, congratulations, you're still a friend. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I don't know what I've done if I couldn't see your disgusting photos of your food. Um, thank God you've kept me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, in, in school, you can't cull anyone. You're just like no. forced and surrounded by these people that you don't really get along with and who don't really kind of see you in the same way and it was just the whole show is basically me being like how can I fit in with them and not doing that very successfully yeah 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 (laughs) I went from a urban school to a rural school oh wow yeah yeah but it was it was close enough to the mountain that everybody snowboarded so I kind of bonded over that well that's kind of cool isn't it that's like it's not a real school that's like a fake Disney like teen school that's like in the days we're doing math and at nights we're doing the slow uh, yeah <laughs> but um so yeah I, I like the i like the fact that you're going through your whole school history from primary because there's going to be different stories and different anecdotes through all and those kind of different, different tactics you yeah, know yeah, and Alfred, yeah. you know in my primary school it was like all about sport and then intermediate it's all about sex which is awkward it's awkward talking about sex when you're 11 but it happens and then and then high school, I guess, is all about survival. Yeah. <laughs> I just get more and more desperate the older I get. <laughs> and the light in my eyes begins to fade. Sadder yeah. and I become a sadder and sadder kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got three photos on the show. Each photo is my first day of school. And I'm kind of posing. And they just are tragic. It's like a... It should be like a photo series of like watching the humanity and someone die and fail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can't keep doing this i can't keep going to school um do you have many just quickly before uh, we go um do you have many of the people that were addicts to you at school now that you're on tv you know now that you're at comedy now fest, a huge like, success yeah, story, yeah 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 oh well, and kiwi standards <laughs> you're doing not too bad um do you have them like you know you see them in town they're like oh bro bro you know like not the bad ones um yeah. but the good ones i stay in touch with yeah oh but i mean do the bad ones see you like on the street oh, god then, i hope so and then we're like oh but like they oh, wouldn't come up to me they wouldn't come up to probably you probably no? too proud there's been like there were you know there were gateway there were the gateway boys the ones who sort of sat between the yeah. um and who lived existed in the rugby community but existed uh, but kind of understood and saw people like me and that was me yeah I, I met right I love it that's why we're getting along so well <laughs> I love those boys and they're the ones that will come up to me and be like you know hey I see what you're doing it's awesome um, but and then there's obviously the other ones on the other end of the spectrum who don't and then there were mainly the guys in my arts community at school yes. all eight of us who I see all the time, mm-hmm. and they're amazing. And yeah. like Marlon Williams was in my ear. Like oh, of course. Like, and I just see photos of him everywhere, you know, and it's so inspiring to be like, God, we were just existing in this. You just rolled me an ice cream at Littleton Dairy. He's a hero, right? <laughs> yeah. Just after. From rolling ice creams to breaking up. I know, I know. It's, and like, whenever he's in town, we'll catch up, and it's just yeah. like old times. But you guys, like, man, it's so amazing that we had that space in that school to meet each other mm. and. We almost gave each other, all you know, all the guys in my year who were in that music room gave each other an education, taught each other about the Beatles and Bob yeah. Dylan. We were fourteen, you know. It's like, have you heard of the Beatles? Like, <laughs> no, who are they? Like this amazing band. Uh, um, but it was, you know, really formative. I wonder how many assholes go. Oh, look, there's Paul Williams. He's just turned up. Uh, I wonder how my many dear friend Paul Williams. I wonder I how them. many assholes have gone. Oh. oh. 
I went to school with him. Like, Marlon Williams, I went to school with him. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, me, yeah. obviously, yeah. I'm number one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I went to school with him. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll leave it there. We've got um, a double pass to give away to the show tonight. Hey, I didn't uh, no, I didn't approve this. <laughs> no, no they were it. given by give friends. Thank you, thank you. It's it's comp tickets. They're part of the package. Love it. Um, okay, so the show's on tonight uh, and the next couple of nights. Oh no, just, no, tonight. just tonight. You're just tonight. That's this right. is that. You've got tonight. one last chance. Uh, six to um, ten to seven. Well, six or seven o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's 50 minutes yeah, yeah. ish. And it's actually a full hour. So <laughs> sorry about it. Um, and uh, $8 to $10. Um, $8 concession, $10 if you're just a general punter. Uh, R13. It's cheap as chips, right? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Oh, cheap as an expense. A big scoop of chips, but. That's a huge scoop of chips. Ten dollars. What's well, actually not that much if you think about like one scoop Dunedin. two dollars, mate. It's Dunedin. Oh chips. yeah, right. You bloody live in a house of chips for ten dollars, mate. Well, I mean, there's actually arguments going on online all the time on Dunedin News about scoops of chips. This is where we live. Uh, anyway, it's a real thing. Love it. <laughs> it's great. Uh, but yes, if you want to win couple, uh, a double pass to go see Camp Binch, uh, text now 0212 Radio One. That's 0212723461. All you need to do is answer a simple question: uh, Who do you like best, Paul Williams or his dad? Uh, let us know and you can go along to uh, Camp Binge. Uh, thank you very much for coming in this morning, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure. Good morning, uh, everyone. Good um, morning. Here's uh, Chris.